Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The biggest questions for week four, next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard, and we're going to talk some trade targets. But first, the big, biggest questions for week four, and we're going to start with the rookie wide receivers who have been excellent. We've got three wide receivers with 200 plus yards the first week for three weeks of the season. It's the second time that that's happened since 1992. Only 1996 or 2016, excuse me, also had that. So Here's a question. How many rookie wide receivers do you think can be top 25 options the rest of the way? I'm going to guess two, but how many of those two will be consistent? Number two type fantasy wide receivers the rest of the way? Uh, Maybe one of them. I think Drake London's got it, Chris. I think he's got the stuff to be absolutely. uh, he's, He's getting the attention of his quarterback. He's succeeding despite the low volume of passing that the Falcons have been having. I'm sure there will be some games where they throw more than what they have been. Mariota is averaging like 26 pass attempts per game. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's the the first one. I'm not sure who the second one would be between Olave and Garrett Wilson, each of whom are going to have some significant quarterback questions yeah. when the guys who are currently their quarterbacks get replaced. So because I'm not so sure, I know I confidently said to Chris, and I know that Romeo Dobbs is definitely a possibility as well. Maybe Christian Watson, Sky Moore eventually. I'm changing my answer. I'm changing my answer guy. to one. I'm changing it to one. I think there will only be one top 25 receiver. There's one name you didn't one. mention, though. Jameson so Williams one? is eligible to come off the NFI list in week four. He I'm is. not sure he's going to, but no, he might have been the ta- most talented player in this rookie class. He, he might have been. I loved him more in Dynasty than I did in Seasonal because we weren't sure when he was going to practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was on FFT with us last week. He said that Williams hasn't practiced yet, period. Yeah. So I'm worried that he might be – I'll be optimistic and say he might be a back half of the regular season yeah. option for fantasy, but that means that you know by the time you get to week eight or week nine, you're almost near the fantasy playoffs. So that's it, he's somebody who might help you once you get to that point, but he still has Jared Goff as his quarterback. Goff has worked great with St. Brown, hasn't necessarily been outstanding throwing the deep ball. In All right, let's move on to one more big question before we get some buy low and sell high candidates. Is there any hope for this Panthers offense? Christian McCaffrey has been a disappointment. He's run the ball well, but not in the passing game. And then DJ Moore obviously has been, I think, maybe the biggest bust in fantasy football so far. Is there any give me give me some reason for confidence, please? I I wish I could, Chris, but I think Baker Mayfield's the biggest issue here for Carolina. He didn't look constantly to to DJ Moore. He was looking, he often had Robbie as his first read. The offensive line doesn't do a great job of protecting Baker. Baker's off target when he does. There were just last week, there were four throws of the six targets that. DJ Moore got four of them were off target. There were three Everything's other things overthrown. It's not just overthrown. Some are like lawn darts. It's, it's really Man. brutal. 
And I feel like Mayfield doesn't have any more touch on his passes. He, he might have it occasionally, but he doesn't have it all the time. There were at least three other plays where Mayfield had DJ Moore open, and I think Mayfield saw him and didn't fire. That includes the LaVisca Chenault touchdown. That play, if you go back and watch it, Chris, it, the ball should have gone to DJ Moore. He was open further downfield. It wasn't a little screen to Visca that he got lucky with and scored a touchdown. Um, there are times where Baker does make some great reads and good throws. I am worried about how often the Panthers want to let him throw. And when he does throw, it's not always on target. I think you've got to look at DJ Moore and cross your fingers that he can finish as a top 25 receiver yeah. season. Yeah, I'm still... I still have faith, but I've moved him outside of my top 24 for week four for sure. So that's the lowest I've had him this season. Let's move on to some buy low and sell sell high candidates. Dave Richard obviously has the trade values chart live on cbssports.com slash fantasy slash football if you want to check that out for help making your trades. Give me one buy low candidate right now. I'll give you three, but I'll talk a little bit about Chris Godwin. I think Camaro's a great buy low. I think Cam Akers, I think now is the time for Cam Akers. But Godwin's eventually going to be back, and this Bucks offense, I really think, is going to be okay. I think the mm-hmm. offensive line will be mostly okay. And one and Brady, we should start seeing him turn the corner this week now that he has Mike Evans back, but he's eventually going to get Godwin. That guy's going to help be a league winner. Julio will be in and out of the lineup. Gage stepped up last week. He's going to have weapons, and if Godwin is going to be one of those weapons, then he's going to put up some huge numbers. So love the idea of getting him. Sell high candidates. There's James Robinson. There's yep. Zach Ertz, and then there's Najee Harris. And I know that when you sell high on Najee, you're not going to get first-round value. You might not even get second-round value. And I think that's okay. I'm really nervous about what he can give fantasy managers moving forward. The schedule gets really tough. The offensive line isn't the biggest issue in Pittsburgh. It's it's barely an issue. A lot of it's on Najee, who just isn't as explosive as someone like Jalen Warren, who ran better mm-hmm. uh, against Cleveland in Week 3. So I am really nervous about Najee Harris, but there will be people in every league, Chris. They're going to need a running back. They'll see you offering Najee Harris as long as you ask for something relatively fair in return. You know, try and turn him into Cortland Sutton or Michael Pittman or even Debo. See if you, see if if you get Devontae Adams for him. You could, but I think it's going to take more than just Najee to get Devontae. People still really love Devontae, mm-hmm. but there's going to be some people that really love Najee too, and they're especially going to want a running back who gets a lot of work But when he's doing it against some tough defenses, man, I don't know if you can expect good things. The only thing I would say is that there is a chance that Kenny Pickett is actually pretty good. He looked good in the preseason, I thought. He did. And and that's the possibility. If you're holding out hope for the Steelers offense, it's that they make the switch and Kenny Pickett is not great, but is just good enough. You know, Mitchell Trubisky, it was I think it was worthwhile to see if Mitchell Trubisky could take a step forward. He didn't. He's still but he hasn't taken a step backwards. He's either. still bad. Yeah, no, he's still just. Uh, I see, just like, think that's he's the bad. thing. Like I, I don't want to argue over Mitchell Trubisky here, but I think <laughs> he's been. I think he's been serviceable. Sure. Can can Pickett be better than serviceable? Hell yes, he can be better yeah. than serviceable. That's the whole. That's the point. Yeah, you're just hoping that this offense can at least be better moving forward. If Kenny Pickett can can be, you know, a first round caliber quarterback, so that would be the one thing when it comes to holding on to Najee Harris, if you wanted to do that. But I agree. You probably, it's more like a sell low, but I think it might be worth making that trade anyway. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back on Thursday's episode for some start-sit calls for week four. We'll see you next time.